Good afternoon, and welcome to the IndyCar conference call. My name is Zanera, and I will be your cooperator for today's call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Later, we will conduct a question-answer session. During the question-answer session, if you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touchtone phone. Please note that this conference is being recorded. I will now turn the call over to Arnie Sherbin. Arnie, you may begin. Thank you, and welcome, everyone, to today's IndyCar Media Conference call. Earlier today, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing, and Total Specialties USA announced a multi-year agreement that will see Total Quartz as the official lubricant partner of the Verizon IndyCar Series team and the primary sponsor of the number 15 IndyCar driven by Graham Ray Hall in April's Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. We're happy to be joined by Christophe Dousseau, Senior Vice President Lubricants for Total, as well as Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing co-owner Bobby Ray Hall and Graham Ray Hall, the driver of the number 15 IndyCar. Gentlemen, welcome to the call. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Christophe, uh, we'll start with you. Uh, Total is a name known throughout the motorsports world, but it's not a widely uh, recognized commercial brand here in America. How important is, is it for the brand to be involved in IndyCar racing, both as a technical and strategic partner of Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing? Yeah. Well, uh, as you said, we are known all over the world, but our brand awareness is still uh, limited in the U.S., which for the business I'm responsible for, Lubricant Indeed, is today uh, still the biggest market in the world, and our ambition is to grow there. Therefore, growing the brand awareness is crucial for us, and we believe it makes sense to grow this awareness by uh, more consistent involvement in motorsport, motorsport being an area where we've been efficient in the past to grow our brand awareness and the brand recognition. Therefore, being in IndyCar, which is a top discipline, uh, very demanding in terms of uh, technological challenge, uh, was a great treat for us. And uh, uh, being chosen as a partner uh, from, uh, for RLL is a unique opportunity uh, to show what we are able to do in motor racing. All right, thank you. Bobby, I know you have a history with Total um, as they were a sponsor uh, of uh, your team in 1992 when you won your uh, third IndyCar championship, but the first as the uh, owner-driver. How happy are you to welcome Total back to your team and IndyCar racing? Well, I mean, uh, Arnie, thank you. It's, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it was uh, when I knew when we were discussing, we first uh, started the uh, discussions, uh, of course, I was quick to remind everybody that uh, I'd won my last championship with Total as uh, one of our sponsors, and uh, you know, naturally uh, that was all the more reason for us to get back together again. But uh, but seriously, it's it's been um, uh, you know it, it's been clear right from the right from the outset that uh, there was a strong passion uh, here uh, on the part of Total to come together with us, just as there was with them, and uh, it really. Couldn't have been an easier um, kind of courting period, I suppose you might say. And and uh, of course, Total has a fabulous uh, reputation in motorsports, uh, and and as as fabulous, or maybe even better uh, uh, reputation in the whole in the entire oil and gas industry. So, to be associated with a world class company like uh, Total is a um, a real plus for us. And 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 frankly, I think it's a huge plus for IndyCar that uh, a new company is coming into the series. Uh, it's been 26 years, so some people might have forgotten that they were here previously, but uh, I think that's a big plus for IndyCar right now, and, of course, it's a big plus for us at RLL, and we're looking forward to a long, successful relationship with uh, Total. 
Thank you, Bobby. Uh, Graham, uh, this off season, in the past few seasons, uh, Ray Hall Letterman Landigan Racing has really excelled at bringing in new partners uh, to IndyCar. And what does having a worldwide brand like Total, which I think you said is the fourth largest uh, oil and gas company in the world, on your car, especially at Long Beach, mean to you and the team? Well, it's, uh, th- this is a big deal for us, and you know I, I want to emphasize that um, it's great to have Total on board. We already talked about the nostalgic feel to it. Um, I'll get a, a nice throwback posted tomorrow. They'll, they'll explain that further. But, uh, you know, it means a lot to us. <clears throat> you know, I think Tom Knox, Brian Marks, the entire group, uh, Mr. Lanigan, obviously, my dad, and I think everybody has worked, you know, very hard to help, you know, grow our sponsor base and, and, and grow this sport. Um, you know, I think we're starting to see some, some tremendous success. We're in a great period of time, I think, for IndyCar racing at this point. Um, and so, you know, this is this is a big uh, this is a big one for us. You know, Total with their uh, you know with their experience and their 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 expertise and and the lubricants obviously is a uh, is something that we can work very closely with. We can you know use Indianapolis as it as it truly was built for in the first place as a developing and a proving ground um, you know for the product and and um, obviously May isn't that far away. So you know. If you if you look at Total, if you're familiar with the company as, as I am, um, the the racing heritage is is very deep, and uh, the success that they've had um, is tremendous. Whether it be Formula One, whether it be uh, World Rally, whether it be sports car racing, uh, and IndyCar, obviously in the past with that, it's a uh, it's a tremendous I think uh, get let's just call it for for our sport for for us. And uh, we're excited to represent Total, um, you know, for many years to come. All right. Thank you, Graham. Uh, let's open up for questions for any of our guests. Thank you. We will now begin the question and answer session. If you have a question, please press star, then one on your touchtone phone. If you wish to be removed from the queue, please press the pound sign or the hash key. If you're using a speakerphone, you may need to pick up the handset first before pressing the numbers. Once again, if you have a question, please press star, then one on your touchtone phone. Waiting on standby for questions. Our first question comes from Eric Thomas from Raceline Radio. Please go ahead. Graham, first, uh, uh, congratulations on the deal with with Sotel. Graham, for you, having Takuma uh, back on the team gives you a two-car strength, and of course, having a, a last year's Indy 500 winner on the team is certainly... You know, not a small thing to look at as well. Talk about the advantage of having uh, Taku back on the team and and back up to uh, two car strength again. Well, it's um, you know it, it's great to have Takuma. Um, you know, I think Takuma is maybe others than Elio Castroneves. He's probably the happiest man alive. You know, so to to uh, to have him you know join us is is phenomenal. I think he had a great experience with the team back in 2012. And um, you know, and, and obviously coming off the year that he had, it's tremendous to have him with us. You know, we've um, we've only really had one test together. Uh, you know, he and I felt and, and said uh, a lot of the same things. And you know, I think that he's going to be a big asset for us as we as we go into into uh, St. Pete, uh, and then obviously clearly in May. You know, he knows what it takes to win there. Uh, he knows what a good car feels like. I think actually last year, 
you know, we were one of the, we were one of the guys to beat it at Indy, you know, in the 500 as well until we got a flat tire. But um, you know, still, I think he'll be he'll be a great uh, person to have, you know, back uh, with our organization. And you know, his personality, um, the ease at which you know he he kind of carries himself and and uh, the presence that he has, I think, is very uplifting to our team and to our guys that, that work so hard. And um, you know, I think he'll be uh, he'll be a great partner for us. Bobby, if I could just squeeze in a quick question for you. You certainly, in your experience, have seen the, the IndyCar in terms of looks and aero go through a lot of different metamorphoses, a lot of different changes since you were winning championships and, and winning the Indianapolis 500 back in the 80s, the old whalebacks to the flatter Lola. This new car seems to be a good performer, but I think for a lot of fans, one of the bonuses is the darn thing looks tough again. It looks like IndyCars used to look like. Could I get a comment from you on, on the fact that, yeah, you want to talk about the performance of the car, you know, the grip and all that kind of stuff, but the fact that this thing is, is looking a lot better has got to be appealing to you and certainly to the fans as well. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the car looks like a proper Indy car uh, should, and, uh, uh, you know, very good lines on it. It looks modern. You know, it, it looks purpose, purposeful, like, the, you know, that there's not stuff stuck on it to try to make it do something that you can't do. Um, so I think people, I mean, it is, I hate to say it's a throwback because it's not. It's a modern-day race car, but it, it certainly looks, uh, the shape of it is such that uh, the kind of shape that drew people to IndyCar racing in the first place. So, so I think it's uh, uh, it's going to be a, a make for a great championship. They're going to be a lot faster in a straight line than they were the last several years. I think that's good. It'll open up the braking areas a bit more. That's going to make passing a little bit easier. I think the drivers are going to see them. I mean, they're going to really have to drive these things. You know, not like it was easy before for sure, but there's less downforce. And when there's less downforce, I mean, you really have to. You know, a driver really has to like a car that kind of feels light, that kind of is dancing around, and uh, I think so. I think it's going to separate the crowd a bit, and I think that's that's all good. Thanks, you guys. See you soon. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Our next question comes from Mark Cipolloni from Auto Racing One. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Uh, hi, uh, guys. How you doing? Um, Graham, a question for you, I guess, to start. Um, there's been some uh, comments from some other drivers about the. Uh, the lack of testing with the new car uh, versus what the uh, so-called Honda and Chevy factory testing teams got to do. Um, was any of their data shared with a team like yours, and do you think it's a big deal, or do you think that you guys will catch up pretty quick? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I think it's a, it's a clear advantage, you know, for them. But to be honest, you know, Mark, and at the first test, you know, Schmidt was a team that had a lot of testing, and the first test we were quicker than them. So I don't see that it's detrimental to us, I guess is my point. You know, I think with good quality engineering staff, with, with a great team around us, uh, and drivers that are capable of getting up to the speed, up to speed quickly, like I, I feel like, you know, we'll be right in the hunt right away. You know, clearly, um, you know, a Penske, a Ganassi, a team of that stature, those statures that have, that have had, you know, a lot of off-season testing, it might help them. Um, but I, I think, as you guys saw with our team in 2015, when a lot of when a lot of teams, uh, you know, Honda teams were struggling, you know, we made no excuses and we went out there and, and performed really well. And I think that's going to be our attitude again. I don't, you know, look at us in any different light. I believe we should be able to go to St. Pete and we should be able to win. We, frankly, there's still a lot of testing. 
I mean, I, I'll go to St. Pete at least a couple more days. I'll be in Barber at least a couple days. Uh, we've got Phoenix. I mean, there still is a lot, quite a lot of testing. So, you know, I think we need to, uh, you know, look beyond, you know, the excuses and just focus on, on what's best. Was the data shared to us? I would say some of it. But, you know, we all have to remember it's, it's fairly easy to fudge data a little bit, you know, because, you know, my, my point is, you know, are the distances or things like this in the data sets that we're getting sent, are they accurate? doesn't necessarily mean that they always are. But, uh, but thanks to Honda, you know, they do share that stuff with us. Uh, we don't get setups or anything, but we get the basics that we can learn from. Um, you know, but really we need to go out there. Takuma and I need to drive the cars. We need to develop our own opinions, and we need to go racing. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, I guess one fast question for Bobby. Um, <clears throat> with this new um, uh, sponsor that was announced today, um, you know, that's, a, that's a, an overseas-based uh, company. Um, do you think that IndyCar should try to do more to become more of an international series, or do you think from your perspective as a team owner that it's better just to focus on the United States or North America? Well, I think that, um, I mean, I certainly IndyCar racing shouldn't try to be Formula One. Uh, there's already that. So um, <clears throat> having said that, I, I do think that uh, if there was an opportunity to race in China or, uh, I mean, you've got to look at, at the companies that sponsor you or the or, or those who might be willing interested in sponsoring you if you race various places overseas, you know, it's like, why not? Um, if it's if it's right, if it's if the economics are right for the series, for the teams, uh, why not? You know, we used to have great races in, at Surfers Paradise, as you know, and and uh, and that did a lot to spread the popularity of IndyCar racing, not just internationally, but even within the U.S. A lot of people uh, would would come from Australia and go to the states and, and watch races here or what have you. So, I, I don't think you know. I, I think that there should be, you know. Let's put it, let's put it this way. You know, we, our last race is September 15th and our first race is March 15th about, somewhere in that area. Um, that's a long downtime and you can't race here, so why not go to places like Australia or South Africa, which has had a strong motorsports, uh, heritage there. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. So, um, you know, hopefully one day. Um, I have a. I don't want to dominate the question, so I have a follow up to that related to that. But I'll wait to see who else has questions, and then I'll, I'll come back in if there's a if there's time. Sounds good. Thank you. Our next question comes from Bruce Martin from Auto Week Magazine. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hi guys. Uh, congratulations on the sponsor. Um, just curious how this lines up with your other sponsorship partners. Well, I, I'm not sure uh, when you mean when you say it lines up. Um, I, I will say this that um, we have a well, number. Well, you've got Steak and uh, Shake, and, and yeah, you've got Steak and Shake, and a couple other uh, guys, uh, a couple other sponsors that have been with the team. Are they going to be back? How many races, et cetera? Well, I, I was just going to say uh, we have a number of announcements that are going to be made over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I will tell you that uh, I don't think we've ever had as good. Uh, of, of an off season in terms of attracting not just existing sponsors but new ones to the team. Uh, you know, we've made an investment in our marketing sales group over, in the, over the course of the last year. And, uh, you know, thanks to, you know, Mike and I and, and David, you know, we made that commitment. And I gotta tell you, I think the results are, 
are, are, will be obvious to that. It's been very successful to date. So, um, you know, we, uh, there's, what, 17, 18 races in this championship. That's, well, that's a lot of races to, to fill. And uh, I, I got to say, we've got, uh, you know, you'll see over the next several weeks, but there's a lot of really positive news coming out for RLL from a commercial standpoint. And this one's for Graham. When you find out that, uh, you know, you just ran in the 24 hours uh, earlier this week, you know, a grueling race for a driver, when you find out that 80-year-old Roger Penske did the entire race without taking a nap, what, what did you, uh, what was your reaction to that? I mean, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, well, as I said to my dad, I thought the more impressive thing was I got an email the next morning and, um, you know, apologizing that he didn't see me after the race because he had to get to Ireland for a breakfast meeting and he was in Germany for a lunch meeting. That's what's more impressive than anything else. So the guy, you know, he's a machine. You know, he doesn't stop. And, you know, it was an honor to be able to race with Roger and um, and that entire organization. I'm excited for, for Sebring and, you know, hopefully more in the future. But, um, you know, it, it just doesn't surprise me. You know, I think that the he is so passionate about his racing, and he wasn't on my car, he was on the sixth car, but, you know, it, it just doesn't, it, it, I don't know, it doesn't surprise me at all. I know Bud Danker was awake the whole time, you know, doing strategy stuff, and, you know, and obviously TC was with us, so, you know, it's just, it's impressive, but he's a machine that, uh, that, uh, that just <laughs> doesn't seem to stop. Actually, you know, in many ways, I think he... To me, he, there's a lot of similarities between him and, and Mr. Lanigan, you know, on, on our side of things. You know, Mike's cut from the same cloth, just never, never, never stops, never quits. Uh, the memories are unbelievable and uh, just really impressive. There's a lot for a young guy. For a young guy, there's a, there's a lot, I think, for anybody. But for, for young people, there's a lot to be learned from that mindset and that work ethic. Okay. Thank you and congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Our next question comes from Joey Barnes from Motorsport. I'm sorry, Motorsport Tribune. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hey guys, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, question for you, Graham. The last three years, we've seen you finish four, five, six in the championship. You feel like with this momentum gained over the off season, some of the moves made, in addition to the reset year, that maybe those are the missing pieces to the puzzle to get you all to not just take top Honda honors, but also maybe be a championship contender this year? Well, I mean, I think we've been a championship contender, and I think that we will be this year. I mean, I feel really confident in that. Even if you look at, you know, if you look at our year last year, um, I saw a statistic that we really didn't score any points through the first four races of the year. We had a bad start. But from the from the fifth race, the Indy GP on, like, for instance, Pagano only outgained me by two points the remainder of the year. That's impressive. You know, we gained, and that, and that was with a couple of big mistakes, too. Um, uh, you know, Gateway, we were running fourth and, and left the pits early and got a fuel probe penalty, had to go to the back, you know, and uh, we were looking good there. So, you know, my point is that, um, you know, our team is, is capable, our team's ready, our guys are excited. Uh, you know, the, the work ethic that our people have, um, there's no doubt that we should be championship contenders. I, I expect that. I know Dad expects that. I know Mr. Lanigan, Mr. Letterman, our, you know, everybody, the entire staff expects that. And so we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, 
we're excited about what's ahead. So I think getting the universal aero kit, the new car, is, is going to help us considerably. Um, and I think just the depth of the engineering staff and obviously partners like Total, uh, that's a huge, that's a huge deal, you know, that from a strategic side, things that we can do there, that's going to help us in areas that we, we haven't really, you know, pushed much before. So, uh, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of reasons to believe we'll be very strong. And then to, uh, do my best Wolfgang impression here, uh, we, we go to Phoenix for the second race of the, of the season in April. How critical is the test next week coming up in Phoenix? No, well, it's important. Um, it's important, there's no doubt. And, uh, it's important, you know, in part because, uh, you know, this car is going to be very different on the short ovals from what I see and from what I hear. And so being my first exposure to Kuma's first, you know, to, to drive in the car on that sort of circuit, it is going to be different. And, uh, so the challenges are ahead of us and, uh, we'll have to go out and, and try to figure it out and make the most of it. Awesome. Thank you and congrats again. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, if you have a question, please press star, then one on your touchtone phone. Our next question comes from David Mulsher from motorsport.com. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hi. Uh, congratulations, guys. I uh, wanted to ask uh, Christoph um, how crucial it was that you uh, would want to join a, a, an all-American uh, lineup uh, in order to promote uh, Total in this country because, you know, obviously Graham's American, his dad's American, and, uh, you know, I mean, even the Honda engine is, is built here in California. Uh, how important was that as far as, oh, and you're going to be at Long Beach, which is one of the, you know, all-time classic IndyCar races. Was that uh, in your thinking when you signed up for the deal? I didn't hear very well at the beginning of your question. Could you repeat it? All right. I was, I was asking about whether the, uh, the nationality of the team, the driver, and the fact that Long Beach is one of the American classic races, whether yeah. that was uh, part of your thinking behind signing up to promote Total in this country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my, my mission here is to develop the brand in the United States. So being involved in a discipline that, you know, get maximum traction among um, Americans and among automotive industry in the U.S. was uh, my number one goal. So in that respect, yes, it made a lot of sense to be in a, a discipline, motorsport discipline, which has a very rich history in, in, in the U.S. and which is focused in the United States. The fact that it has some awareness abroad, and especially the uh, Indy 500, which is seen all over the world, of course, helps me in getting the support of my head office, of course, because everybody knows IndyCar. I don't need to explain them what it is. And, and yeah. of course, uh, my colleagues in HQ knew IndyCar and they knew Bobby. So, so for me, it was right. much easier to defend my case. But the strategic goal with this partnership is to develop our presence in the United States. So our target okay. is the uh, U.S. consumer. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from Jerry Bonkowski from NBC Sports. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hi, guys. Thanks very much. Um, Bobby, 
you know, it's very rare in motorsports to have a company that's affiliated with a driver come back, especially after, what, 20-some years. Who who reached out to who in this whole thing? Did you reach out to Total? Did they reach out to you? I mean, obviously, it's a very uh, good fit for both of you. And the second part of the question is, uh, will Total be a, an associate sponsor in any other races in addition to being the primary sponsor at Long Beach? Right. Well, I mean, I think um, it kind of the introductions kind of were, um, you know, we looked to them, they looked to us. So consequently, the the um, conversation was very lively, very passionate, as I said uh, earlier today. Um, clearly, having had a previous relationship, this didn't hurt uh, uh, that we'd had so much success before. But I think clearly the success of the team over the last several years was a draw. You know, Total's got a great reputation in, in motorsports in particular. Um, you know, many Formula One championships, World Rally Championships, Le Mans victories. So, I mean, for us, Total represented in particular the potential of, of a real technical uh, advantage that we might be able to fashion, you know, with them in terms of lubricants and what have you. Um, there were a lot of, you know, as I say, I think it just seemed like a, a, a good fit from both as, as we approached it from both ends. Um, Total is uh, with us every race as an as an associate sponsor, and of course they will be the primary at Long Beach. Um, and this is a multi-year agreement, uh, which we're very pleased about. So um, you know it gives us the ability to work together for many years to, to, to you know, devise, discover and devise those advantages that we might be able to, to help create along with them. And, um, and in the meantime, uh, you know, it, it does have such a great reputation as an oil and gas company on a worldwide basis that uh, it, it's, it's a bit flattering for us, frankly, that they uh, decided to come along with us and, and have us help them gain the awareness that they're looking for. And one quick follow-up. My brain was talking about Roger Penske, how he was he stayed up for the whole 24 hours. What was uh, how much sleep did you get? Or I mean, how, how much did you stay up during that whole 24-hour period as well, too? Uh, I got about I got about an hour and a half worth of sleep uh, <laughs> in the middle of the night. But it's so loud there, you can't sleep. It's impossible to sleep. So, you know, at some point you take a shower and put your clothes back on and go back out. <laughs> at least, right. if anything falls. If anything falls asleep on the timing stand, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's. Uh, Luckily, it was relatively warm this year, so you know it uh, it uh, wasn't so discomfort, you know, uncomfortable. But uh, but uh, no, I didn't make it all 24 like Roger, but um, I gave it a good try. Okay, thanks, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Once again, if you have a question, please press star then one on your touchtone phone. Our next question comes from Mark Cipollone from Auto Racing One. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Thank you. Um, this is a follow-up for Bobby um, from mm-hmm. our previous uh, question. Um, and I don't think there's anyone who can doubt that IndyCar racing isn't, the, the by, you know, hands down the best open-wheel racing in the world. And I include Formula One in that in terms of racing and, and how, you know, how good the, the entertainment is for the fan. But yet there seems to be um, some difficulty in landing um, on the commercial side, right, and, and getting you know, additional engine manufacturer like they've been trying to do and to land those uh, overseas races. Um, from your perspective, I mean, you used to be in Formula One as a, you know, with the Jaguar team, so you've been exposed to that. 
and you've been a team owner and a driver, of course, in IndyCar. Um, and, 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 and by the way, we're seeing a lot of manufacturers going into Formula E and Formula One, which have a global you know, TV, a lot of TV deals all around the world, so that an engine manufacturer or any sponsor would get exposure globally. Do you think, do you think that, that needs to be a focus? And it kind of follows along with what I was saying before, um, where, where um, you know that seems to be the part that's a little bit lacking for IndyCar is is, is landing you know landing those commercial deals. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, we've been stuck with a with a television contract that finally is up for uh, up for grabs at the end of this year. Um, so, you know, even Randy Bernard had to deal with that. Um, Mark Miles over the last several years, and I think there's been improvements for sure. Um, you know, you look at the, you know, I, I don't believe when you hear, when you see quotations about the, the number of people that Formula One reaches and Formula E, I don't believe those numbers whatsoever. Because uh, uh, I've been in Formula One and, you know, I just know that those numbers are, you know, not, not factual. Uh, makes it look bigger than it really is. I mean, it's still, let's face it, Formula One still has a huge following. Um, but, you know, I think IndyCar racing is in a good spot right now in the sense that um, with the con- television contract coming up at the end of this year, it's in a position that most major sports are not in the sense that I think NASCAR's television contracts run for another five years, NFL, uh, same thing, although they just went with, I saw Thursday night, it's going to be on Fox. Uh, in Major League Baseball, and let's face it, the world is changing rapidly between ter- what I would call terrestrial TV, you know, your ABC, CBS, NBC, versus not just the cables, because they're, they're suffering, like ESPN and others, but, and that's across the board. That's not motorsports on ESPN, that's ESPN, period, uh, because it's, much of it's going digital. And, you know, uh, to me, the first series that really is able to to, to grab hold on the digital side, um, you know, is um, is going to be the ultimate winner, and I think IndyCar Racing is in a position to do that. Now, I'm not negotiating a deal for for Mark Miles; he's plenty smart enough to do that on his own. But I do think we're in a good spot, and you know, who knows what's going to happen in terms of again what I would call terrestrial TV or or cable. Uh, who knows where we're going to be? Um, clearly, ABC, espn has got all kinds of issues. Uh, you know, but um, I'll leave that to, to Mark and his group. But I, I do think we're in a good spot, and and uh, in terms of being able to take advantage of the um, of these new technologies, and uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it's I, I think it, it's moving so fast right now for everybody, those even within the industry, that um, um, you know, it's everybody's kind of you know running like crazy trying to figure out which way to go. So, uh, you know, in the meantime, in the meantime, you know, uh, we, uh, Total is not the only new sponsor that we will be announcing. We have several, and uh, let alone renewals of existing sponsorships. So, you know, I got to believe that there's a reason for all that, and that's that people believe in, in the IndyCar uh, series as a, as, a, as a, you know, motorsports entertainment, and, um uh, you know, you look at the circuits we run on, they're great venues. The addition of Portland this year, finally back in the Northwest after many, many years. Um, I, I just think that uh, these things are happening because the, people are seeing the value in it. 
and um, you know we're glad to uh, uh, we're glad to participate uh, in some small way. Okay, thank you. And uh, seeing as we have no further questions for our guests, we will thank them for their time and wrap up today's IndyCar Media Conference call. This conference call will be available on a digital tape replay approximately one hour following the conclusion of the call. To access the system, participants need to dial 888-843-7419 or 630-652-3042 and enter the passcode 444-16562, followed by the pound sign. A transcript and MP3 audio of today's call will be available on IndyCar's media website at media.indycar.com. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This concludes today's conference. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.